Well, I'm not a millennial. They know nothing about Office 365. After a good single malt, you sound like one. What can I get you guys? Oh, the usual podcast whiskey, something unique. This is a well-stacked bar. We've got a lot to cover, Steve, so let's pace ourselves. Or an extra whiskey tonight for all those cloud technology heroes. That's just an excuse. We are the heroes. What are you talking about? Our podcast, Office 365 Distilled. Hey, Marine! Wow, you're in a happy mood! Well, we hey. shouldn't drink the whiskey before the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm always warning people not to do that, but ah, oh, well, sometimes it feels good to break your own rules. <laughs> it does, yes. Episode 38. Nine. And uh, we did say we're changing country. Don't we have 39 on? Is it 39? Ah! No, it's 38. It's 38. Oh, Did geez. I say 39? No, you said 38. So you were the one that was wrong. I'm, I'm just mistaken. That's okay, my friend. Fail fast. F- yes. Hashtag, Hashtag screwed, screwed up. up. <laughs> yeah, it's 38 because I've just copied 37 across. Okay. And we have uh, three episodes before number 40. Ooh, Go on, illustrious. now you can say the bit about being amazed again because I'm always amazed. Yes, yes. Oh. And as I said, we've got Irish whiskey. Yes. So Very it, you said after we did the last podcast that you were kind of fed up with all the Scottish whiskey. Yes. And I completely get it, but there's just so many good Scottish whiskey. <laughs> I won't argue with that. I won't argue so, with that. No, it's true. But also, um, when we were at Corona, just separated and doing the podcast via the tool, uh, you had this amazing Paul John peated whiskey. That was, it was superb. A taster. Yes. We didn't have the full bottle. We only had the no. taster. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, I just bought a bottle for me, uh, for myself as well. So, uh, yeah. And nice. you were right. It is it is just awesome. It is amazing. Yeah, no, it is very, very yeah. cool. And, of course, at so the weekend, we uh, we went out on a marketing meeting, didn't we? Yes. Is that, we went yes. on a marketing yes. meeting. And yes. funnily enough, the restaurant we chose had a reasonably good wine card. Sorry, and an even excellent whiskey card. Absolutely, yeah. We just came in and we just saw like 20 <laughs> bottles on the tray like, ooh. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Uh-huh. And we had different whiskeys. That was interesting because I went yes. for Japanese, which I was uh, I was hoping to go Asian tonight, but uh, it hasn't arrived yet. And that was really interesting differences because I really yes. liked the uh, the Japanese I drank. And I, don't ask me what it was. I, I can't remember. No, me neither. No. But it was so subtle and light and fine. And I know you went, nah, not for me. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it just had that specific kind of taste that was just not for me. No, well, I think the oakiness comes through when... And it is a blend. It wasn't a single malt. So it had left. But we both agreed that if you pair that with Japanese food, you know, the raw yes. fish and those kinds of things, then it would have been good. True. But I, I enjoyed it very much. Yes. But uh, today we're going to go to Ireland. We've kind of tasted the normal whiskey on a podcast yeah, before this, of this is kind. a special one this is a special one mm-hmm. one of only i don't know five thousand bottles so it's a a limited edition so we'll get into that a little bit further yeah on. so what are we going to talk about today moraine uh well when i came in here and asked you if uh, you had a subject or a topic to talk about because i'm fairly clueless um, you said <laughs> i actually have something I have an idea which I thought would be worth exploring, and I think there'll be a lot of content in this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you guys will never hear this because we'll have said in 10 minutes' time, well, that's the end of that. Let's start again and talk about something else. Yeah. But, but actually, I think, I think we won't. So um, I'd like you to use your imagination. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, stop. Oh, no. Stop. Oh. <laughs> Not those dark holes in my mind. Okay. But... Okay. Um, uh, I, you know that I've uh, just been finishing off a large project, rolled out kind of SharePoint. We did all the other stuff and everything mm-hmm. else. So there's a lot of training gone off in the last few weeks, of which I've been doing a, a big chunk of it, yep. at least two or three sessions a week. All I'm online? So, uh, uh, yes, all online. Wow. Um, okay, okay. And actually, it's been going, it's been okay. Yeah. Um, so been using Teams for that? Um, um, 
I'd like to say yes, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this particular client hasn't yet started putting meetings over Teams. Okay. Teams is this year, so that will uh, keep me busy yep. uh, for the rest of this year. But so no, it was not over Teams. It was over that that upper wubble you one. The Wubble U one, you know, the Webex one. Oh, that same, one. That same one. concept. Yes, same yes, concept. yes. Okay. Anyway, one of the things that, one of the sessions that I, I ran was how do I find my content? Yeah. So I thought one okay. of the good questions we could look at today is try and work out how many different ways there are in Office 365 that you would teach a user on how to find their content. Oh. Okay. And okay. I was thinking there's loads of them. All right, and they okay. all have different advantages and disadvantages. It's true. So I thought it would be worth the pitch to see how many we could think of and Definitely. the advantages that's, and downsides of that's them. That's an amazing topic. It was simple, wasn't it? And, yeah. and, and I was thinking we did those great sessions at the global thing we talked about on the last podcast. So I'm not going to go on to them again. But the subjects were very much for high end. You know, they were true. how are you going to get into search and how yeah. are you going to get into Cortex and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I thought, no, just a minute, let's dumb this down a minute. Okay. Yeah, and let's, you get a, let's do it for the end users. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, make it real practical, touchy-feely. Yeah. Yeah, we could do touchy-feely, but I'd rather just talk about how users get to their content. Yeah, okay. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, the other thing I was thinking about was... Uh, the starting point. So we've we've talked about adoption before. We've talked about where we go, and of course, Outlook is always the one that you know the go to. So mm-hmm. users have got Outlook. That's their starting point. Yeah. They've got Office three six five Pro Tools, and basically you're rolling out OneDrive and SharePoint as a, a storage location. And uh, so let's start off with the question. So you're starting a training session. And uh, it's just great putting you on the spot like this. And uh, you've decided to try and explain to them why content in the cloud is so special. Or how do you describe content in the cloud? You can talk about different applications, of course, but, you know, I I know the answer I'm going to give you, but I just wonder from your perspective, (laughs) you know, how do you kind of explain to the end users, hey, your content is now in the cloud. It's available everywhere from every device from every machine in the world, let's say you're traveling to Australia next week, going on a nice holiday, your boss rings you up, I need that document right now. You know you've got it stored somewhere, but you, the boss can't access it. How can you manage that? And it is just super easy. You can just flip out your phone. You can just uh, use the, the, the computer at the library or at the hotel even, or Assuming whatever. Assuming you've not got conditional access. Assuming you don't have conditional access. <laughs> or in tune, managing uh, your devices. Yes, but, yeah. but that's okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. great. There's policies yeah. that may get in the way. That's yeah, yeah. worth remembering. Yeah. But uh, then you can just log on on a web service, on a web platform, and you have all your content that you have at home or in the office is just right there at your fingertips. No, and that's one of the most awesome parts of all of this, isn't it? Yeah. And, and the key message that I always try and hit people with is this is about content it's not about the super brilliantly organized applications it's about the content but one of the messages the key messages i try and get across to people so that they imagine it is that content is the core of office 365 and it actually sits in the core and i usually quote an apple you know so yes guys if you've been to my training sessions you'll have heard this story before but you know for anybody that hasn't and they're trying to explain this i use the the idea that an apple grows from the core outwards and the data in office 365 is in the core of that apple and all the juicy stuff okay. that you buy yeah. is touching yeah. the core yeah. so all those great applications to do delve sharepoint or whatever they've all got connections into that core and that's where your content is whether it's stored in exchange uh, because it's email yep. communications or yep. messaging content, mm-hmm. or whether it's documents, one of those, um, I don't know. How many file types do they support in nowadays? I, th- I remember when they announced it, it was kind of two and a half thousand or something, but. No, file, a few hundred, I guess. No, not, it's not more a few than thousands. that. It's thousands. No. It's thousands of Can't document be. types. No, it is. Oh, well, anyway, on our, on our notes for this uh, podcast, we'll give you the <laughs> accurate number. Yes. But, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, no, I thought it was thousands. Yeah, My, well, you can put whatever you want on there as long whether, as it's not it on the block list. 
but you, the question is do you want to have the the preview functionality and, and stuff the, like that yeah. and the, i think it was like 400 or something okay, 400 then and a i was i was bit. actually doing microsoft a bigger justice today because i got asked a question yeah i don't even I know think if it might even be tens of thousands now no. no it's zillions billions and trillions oh, of well. different applications yeah I'll, I'll, one hour, I'll look on that one and, and check it out. But anyway, so I'll really try to give the impression that the content is at the core. And yes. then that leads into that great question of how many different ways are there of getting to that content in the core? True. So anyway, here we go. Let's, let's, our let's, top circle, list. let's circle back. It's one of, the, one of the bullshit bingo words <laughs> I've, I've learned over the last few months. Let's circle back first. And um, let's start with, with, for example, when you were working with a file share. How many ways would you, could you use to go to your content? And has that changed if you're going to Office 365? I, I bloody so. well hope so. After, <laughs> after 30 years of being on the yeah. networks. No. So, okay, no, you're right. So, um, I guess your file explorer yes. is uh, so you've got immediate two access ways. You, and, you can, and you mapped. Can, yeah, you can just browse to it because you know where it is. And then I can open it in an application. I can say open. True. So, yeah. uh, I Or can you can use the search. So, you can navigate. You can use the search. Those are the two main... Yeah, I can live with that. I was yeah. just thinking how really good that search is, but that's fine. It, it is. Well, normally it is it pretty good because it's, yeah, well, it depends on the, yeah, of course. But Okay, but search. So that's all right. The cats are playing in the swimming pool okay. in the back here. Hopefully somebody will hold them down and see if they can swim. No, no, I was only joking. <laughs> <laughs> they keep rocking around, and making a noise. Uh, so, yeah, that's a reasonable, uh, a reasonable assumption. So let's stick with the applications then. So yeah. um, I'm, in, uh, I'm in an Office 365 Pro Tools app on my laptop. And so Word, Excel, PowerPoint yep. kind of thing. And uh, so what's the uh, different ways I can get to my content then? I'll let you start. Well, there are a few, of, a few really cool new things that just came out. Like, for example, in PowerPoint, you have the uh, reusable slides functionality right now that I uh, accidentally clicked on a few days ago. And it just gave me all kinds of really cool slides that I can reuse. So that was awesome how do you get to that because i don't accidentally find things so no so when you uh, have the the new um the new button yeah the the new button and then you've got the little button next to it to actually change the format of your slide then there's another button on above or beyond that one that uh, would uh, just say would be for me to just duplicate open up, um, a reuse slide and then you can just reuse uh, all those things so that is wow. that's a pretty cool uh, nifty new thing that you could use for example so i'm uh, i'm in powerpoint now so, so you're I just go, drawing uh, it out live live oh, yeah, right. yeah yeah so i go new yes and i go oh yeah yeah create create a new blank powerpoint yeah, okay cool yeah and then in new slide reuse slide reuse big slides yes and that will bring you a number of Things that you can come up with, unless you get prompted by some kind of thing yeah, that you need to do. Yeah, we've actually changed all our stuff around oh, well. on my machine, but that's fine. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, all right, yeah, so that's pretty slides, cool. That's good. That's so what would I cool go with? I would, I would go with really simple. Even before I open up an application, I would right-click uh, on the application and get my fifteen or whatever yes. number of recent yes. items. Yes. That I'm would be using that where start. so much. That Everybody functionality. does. Everybody because does. for Excel, I know every month I've got to make my invoices. I've got to calculate revenue things. So uh, there are a number of other uh, Excel sheets that I need to follow up every month. So they're just on the right click on my Excel taskbar thing. But I don't think it's yeah. just because you have a particular process or process is definitely one mm -hmm. reason for reusing the same or, or going back to the same content. But the natural instinct today is to focus on as few things as possible and get them done and do them well, you know, yeah. that agile kind of approach. Mm -hmm. So basically for two or three days, you'll be collaborating with people over one PowerPoint presentation or, you know, a couple yep. of documents and everything else. So, you know, Microsoft have been spot on there and said, hey, you'll always need to find your kind of most recent content that you're dealing with. And so, yes, that works. So, and then you just move on and it naturally sorts itself out. Yeah. So, uh, awesome. so yes, yeah, so that's, uh, that's how I would go. So, I guess we also have the obvious one like open. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's maybe not that obvious to a bunch of end users. 
Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, it's, it's a really cool functionality and it will save a lot of time. Yeah, and you can also repeat the same thing by right-clicking on uh, on the taskbar at the bottom if the application is already open. Yeah, yeah. So you can pick mm -hmm. up one of the other recent ones. And that recent list is also available in your web browser, of course. So it's the same recent items yes. list that your Office 365 yeah. is, is yeah. Uh, running. Yes, and that's a cool one as well because they now recently revamped the Office 365 start page. And uh, I think they, that they did a really good job of putting those documents nice front and center uh, because they just taken away a number of applications that were shown there on that yep. main start so if you go to office.com uh, you just have this lighter um, mine's still not there yet it's not on the new no. one yet oh no no I've been waiting for it My, ah. I was just because I thought you'd probably seen it today so no I haven't seen no, it no, yet no, so. no, no, no. and then you on the get a number well. of yeah a number of cool documents you got recommended documents I think that is also a really cool functionality yeah um, do, you, do you spend time trying to work out why they're recommending them? No. Nope, <laughs> oh, nope, I do. I nope. go, I'm trying to work this algorithm out in the back, you know, yeah. but obviously not an algorithm because there's so what many variables. Things? Yeah, but I, cool. I never managed to uh, successfully do it. So uh, we've got our application open. And uh, we, of course, have now got the search bar in the top of the application. Exactly. If you're running yes. the latest uh, one from yes. the last few months. To um, be honest, I'm kind of underwhelmed by that. You? Yes. You are underwhelmed by something. Yes. yes. Wow. I'm the person that gets too excited over the smallest stupid details, but I'm kind of underwhelmed about that new uh, search bar in an office application. I, I love say, it when it's in same. SharePoint or in OneDrive, but in my Word, in my uh, PowerPoint, in my Excel, it allows me to search for things that I might want to do. But then again, I've been, yeah, I probably don't need to find those buttons. So I can just click on the button instead of search for the functionality. But yeah, I was kind of hoping for more that it will also search for other documents with that specific word that was in that were in my OneDrive and SharePoint. This is of course MVP, so it's kind of first issue. First yeah, that but is true. What I what I wanted it, I wanted it to be exactly the same. So if I search in my bar in Office 365 and if I search in my bar in the application, I'd like it, it will to show be the you same. the same results. Same results, yeah. But that doesn't quite happen. And no, it, you need I kind of expected it because yeah. the power of SharePoint Office 365 search mm -hmm. should be available to me in the application true but you need some kind of context because when you're in powerpoint you might not want to have the same search as in your onedrive as in your that's sharepoint rubbish. but about, then again it's about content exactly do, yes do i do i go oh yeah that that uh that piece of information that yeah. i i was in mm -hmm. Was it in an email? Was it in a message? Was yes. it in a Word document? Yes. No, I actually want to search for it because that's what I'm focused on at the time. Yes. And I should be able to go to the easiest door to find it. True. And the easiest door for that is just office.com. Because uh, potentially, there yes. it will show you like emails and attachments and documents in SharePoint and OneDrive and whatever. I get it. And that's another great way of finding content search, yes. of course. Yes. So, Absolutely. yes, we tell that. So, here's, here's the other thing. Do you hit search on this training course where you're saying to people how to get content on its own? Or do you actually have it as a separate subject later because it's so big? Anyway, I one that know. you know, yeah. we, uh, in, in this particular case, we decided to separate it off into a different uh, session, so we touch yeah. on it. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. So we we're in the application. We've got open. Well, I, I just wanna wanna just circle back to that uh, search bar on top because, for example, what you can do in 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 SharePoint, uh, let's say you have built an intranet in SharePoint, and it's a hub with a number of sites um, attached to it. Um, you can actually make that little search only search in your in that hub where you're course, currently yeah. in. So not only on the on the site where you're in at the moment, but just search that whole hub. So you've got a number of search scopes that you can set up for that search where you are. Which because is if I'm if I'm on the on the internet, I probably want to look for 
published information. Okay, just a minute. No, we need to pin that up here for a minute. <laughs> okay, and we'll come back to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But going back yes. to those search scopes yeah. uh, is that uh, it adds confusion to the user unless it's really clear where they're searching at that particular point. So on, on the hub site... True. But it, I, it does say... Okay, I, I'm just saying it should be clear. So if it's yeah, yeah but it, it does say on that on that uh, before you click on that search bar, it will actually give you a message saying yep. search in blah blah blah. Uh, so that that kind of kind of works. Yeah, yeah, I get that as long as they understand that they are in a hub site yeah. and they are on a site and those kinds yeah. of things. I, yeah. I get all of that. But now we moved into SharePoint search. So we, that's why search should be a separate subject because it's so huge and detailed. Yeah. We're just talking about how you find your content. Yeah. All right. So we've obviously done our sort of recent lists. Um, I guess the homepage, office.com, as you say. Yeah. Then you can get to all kinds of different contents and places where content resides. Yes. Yes. Because that's the, the, the highest level where you can start off from. So if you search something there, it will search everything in Office Search is on a separate subject. We've already decided that, Mr. Trainer. Focus. How do I get to my content? So I get my most uh what do they call it they call it my recent my recommended list yeah um uh, my recent uh, documents yeah my search yeah do you ever pin any documents i do do you do for your sake or for everybody else's sake no for my own sake okay so how would you describe to an end user this is what the pin feature does and how it will add value to your colleagues well, what I do is, you know, um, for example, you know you're starting a new project next week and you kind of come across this super interesting document that it doesn't have any value for you right now, but you know you will want to look at in a week because you're starting a new project. So you might want to pin it, save it for later so that uh, in a week's time uh, you can know where it is and you can look it up but when you pinned it it's just in a list called pinned but it also appears at the top of the document libraries doesn't it so oh you're talking about pinning in a document library okay they're pinning all over the place there's a save for later functionality which was actually my comeback question like do you ever save a document to read for later but let's 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 start with the pinning let's start with the pinning of the document first yes <laughs> i use that a lot i even use that two times today I even pin two documents today. And yes. do you do you pin it for the benefit of others? Yes. Okay. So you're basically trying to identify content that is available then. Yeah, because when you pin a document in a document library, it's not just pinned for you, it's pinned for everyone. Agreed. So So I have a, a heading called pinned, so I get to see all the content that anybody's pinned that I have access to. Where yeah, look, I have pinned you on are. the homepage. Recent and pinned. Oh, okay. Okay, yep, cool. okay, okay. Oh, it's a day for showing each other new stuff, isn't it? Today? Yeah, true. Yeah, so true, I true. get content there that is pinned, and that obviously is going to the latest yeah, but pinned I'm, first. I'm, yeah, Is true, not convinced. True. Yeah, I'm not convinced. I was actually under the impression that that would be the save for later functionality on the office.com homepage. I think some clarity is needed but Maybe here. they renamed it or something. Why don't I just test it? Mind you, it'll why it'll take a little moment or two before <laughs> something gets pinned up there. That's okay. Our listeners so, don't uh, really have to go anywhere. No, they, they just can. have to stay at home, uh, so wash their hands two, twenty times every hour. So I'll go into the general box because there should be a document or two in there, and yep. here we go. And I will select that, and okay. I will pin to the top. And yep. not then quite boom. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. You need to scroll up. There it is. There it is. All right. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. So if I yeah. then go back to my... So that's also something page. that they might want to change is that when you scroll down that that pin document actually stays on yeah. top. And I'm guessing actually it needs some time to kind of index this before it disappears. Probably, but I don't think that the pin to top in a library is the same functionality as this pin because this pin on the office.com homepage is your personal 
your personal pins and not the okay. pins of the document library. This is all very confusing, Mr. Instructor. I know, I know. So that's why I'm pretty certain that this would be the save for later functionality. This is the save for later functionality. Okay, so if we go back to the library, I'm having a, a, a training day today. Well, let's, yeah, let's see. So uh, definitely when you go to, for example, to your OneDrive, you will, um, there will yep. be uh, next to a document, if you open up the menu, um, just whatever. Get in there. Just All document. Right. There's my, yeah, yeah. my so, specially yeah. named document. Click on one. the three documents. I have done that. And there should be maybe on details. Kind of forgot where it was. Oh, okay, so I get that. Um, but you did this twice today. No, no, no. I pinned the document twice today. Hmm. Okay, well, I can't can't really see it. Eh? No, I don't know. Anyway. Either. Save for later. Maybe I don't have the feature yet. Doesn't mm, matter. That's why yeah, I've not seen it then. Well, it's something that I need to take a closer look at. Because I think that is that could be a, a, a very cool feature. I have seen it demonstrated. There's no doubt about that. So yeah. uh, if it's not there on your tenant yet, maybe it's on mine or whatever. But mm -hmm. yeah, the save till later. Yeah. Okay, but the pinned items, we still have the confusion. So we'll get we'll get back to that one and yeah, find yeah. out why that is uh, not sitting on the homepage. Cool. But anyway, we've got the pinned items. Mm -hmm. so if I just do a refresh here, because it might just need that. Right. So pinned items shared with me, of course, which is the classic from uh, OneDrive. Yes. Yes. So, uh, and then we get on to the one that, uh, and, and shared with me is obvious, of course. It's something that's shared with me and yep. you can go to OneDrive mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. share, that's cool. Yep. And then we get to the infamous, ultra-confusing Discover. Yes. The, the black magic. The black magic, yes. I was going to use exactly yeah. the same terms. Mm -hmm. Discover. So, what am I going to find here? Documents that the graph technology system AI Thing. things will be super useful for you to see based upon what kind based of criteria upon who you are I'm who me. you work with I'm me um, and I kind of what's works on with your you. calendar yeah. what's your dig, 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 maybe on what emails that you just sent well that's the idea that it should do that so based on what documents you just opened or modified things like that so it's really clear and easy to for users to understand that's what discover is all about yeah so it's just let go of the steering wheel and and let the machine take over trust me i know what i'm doing for yes. you it's a disney song isn't it discover your content you silly <laughs> moo <laughs> trust I'm, it I'm and i'll do it for you aladdin and this magic carpet yeah vibe. that's where i was coming from yeah i guess that's the black magic comment but it's an interesting one isn't it the old discovery thing because you know people want to kind of go why and if and, and if the problem i have with that is that unless you know what it's going to do for you you won't click on the tab you know well if, you if might I, you might do once but if you don't get any immediate value out of it you will never click no, on it again so probably. i i really been trying to get a, a better handle on this for True. people when i get asked but the question then again how many people do you know that are actually using the office.com page as a starter as an actual thing i tell them to go there instead of somewhere else I, okay. I mean, okay, we go delve and all that kind of stuff, which we'll get into in a bit, yeah. I'm fairly sure. But I, I explained to them that this is your landing page for all of your content. And, and the, you know, not your internet, for example. No, because that's content that is collaborated or shared or published. If mm -hmm. I just want to go to my collaborative content, it may not even be through the internet. Okay. So this is about me and content. It's about me yeah. and collaboration. That was the yeah. title of today's session it's your was finding my content. Stuff that you yeah. need to have right now. Okay. So, I, I, you know, for the newbies completely, yeah, I know they've already been Outlook, but the chances are Outlook is going to be on an app. So if you don't go to the web page, where yeah. would you go to get a picture of all of your content? You can't go to your Internet Explorer, or sorry, your Windows Explorer, because that's only got the synced yeah. stuff. True. You, if you open up a PowerPoint, you're already preempting that I need to have a PowerPoint. Yeah. But then again, I just heard that Windows search 
will be replaced by the whole um, Office 365 search. graph search thing so that you will actually finally be able to use your search functionality in your Windows to actually discover all that content that is in your office. You know, it's not the first time they've done that, don't you? I know. Right. But didn't, didn't it, work very well last time. No, but that's <laughs> why I'm really looking forward to it, to actually, with the whole revamping of the whole search technology that they have, is, yes. Okay, thank you, Instructor, also, for telling me that also that for will that, be on read a tomorrow. side note, the Teams search, which is notoriously bad, super bad, will also be um, become the chef, the uh, yeah, yeah, become Office 365, Office 365 search. Enterprise search. Yes. No, that's fair dues. So the discovery is a bit of a mystery, okay? And yep. I'm not quite sure of the real value from it. It's If I'm looking for something specific, waste of time. Uh, but I guess if I've got a yeah. coffee and I kind of just want to see what everybody else is doing, uh, then discovery might be an entertainment, unlikely. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah. So there's the challenge for all of our listeners. If you have a particular, really good, valued item for using Office 365 Discovery, please tell us. And uh, we'll give you one of our random T-shirts that we never, ever give out to anybody after we've promised them. And, uh, yeah, we know, guys, we owe you a few T-shirts. We yep. were talking about yep. that earlier. And, uh, but, yes, yeah, so that's cool. But, anyway, so that's the homepage. And, of course, then we get the containers at the bottom, which, again, tells you the last sites you visited, which I think, from an end-user perspective, we can talk about those containers. True. Cool, cool. So there's the homepage. Yeah. Um, so where would you take them next? Well, maybe Delft. Really? To be honest, I don't know because Delft was pretty cool when it just came out. But as once more, I don't know any I don't know a lot of people who are going to the Delft app to really discover or get content. It's my favorite go-to place. Isn't it interesting? It is. It's not where I'll go yeah. to next. But it's my favorite go-to yeah. place. Well, I mean, I love it because that's the only place that I can tag stuff for me on my boards. It's the only place that I can really create my own uh, links to documents all over the place is through boards. But anyway, let's perhaps okay. touch that on in a minute. Because I okay. think before you go to Delve, you'd go to OneDrive. Because OneDrive has always been keyed as... A, you know, I'm your personal drive, but that's yeah. actually not what it is anymore. It's really about you and content, wherever that content is, in terms of containers. So on OneDrive, obviously, you now get on the left-hand side some nice filter capabilities. So you can say to the users, hey, look, there's my files, and then we go back to the recent list and the, the shared items. But, of course, you can now separate separate shared with me or what I'm actually sharing True. and the infamous discovery. You must tell them that's where the recycle bin is, of course, but you but want to talk about Yeah, because once more, like how many people are actually using the OneDrive web version on the browser? I, I'm, I never go there. I just use my, my synced version on my Windows Explorer. Yep, so do I, but then I lose unless all that functionality. I, unless I deleted the document and I want to get it back from the recycle bin. Or you do what I've done on my laptop here, which is front and center, is the Office app. Ah, and we forgot to mention I that used one. The, oh, I hadn't forgotten. Uh -huh. I was just waiting for the right time. Yep. And then it appeared. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the Office app. And uh, it, it does a, a really, really clever bunch of stuff. So in things like Citrix, where sometimes it's not easy to open a document from, uh, you know, a web browser. Yeah. Then by loading up this app, as long as you've got the right versions of, uh, of Citrix, then it does the same thing that Teams app does, which is automatically translates from a web link into mm -hmm. a, I can open you in the app directly in your laptop or uh, type okay. of functionality. So, nice. yeah, let's not forget this, of course. Yeah. Gives us the full search capability yeah. plus uh, and everything also, else that goes also with it. Also, once more, the Office app, not for me. I do love the Office app on the browser because that is just awesome and it has all that extra capabilities that I need when I'm working with a mobile device. On the desktop, mm, not for me. Then anyway. you obviously work in a place where you have lots of good bandwidth. Yes, because exactly. if you yeah. don't have... The bandwidth, if it's slow and you're waiting for the page to load, you know, mm -hmm. it says, hey, yep. look, there's all these great documents you've got. 
but you can't click on them until it's actually loaded all the command because it's all client-side code. So you don't actually oh. get the ability to pop open a document. And if it's a slow, busy day and everybody's running Teams and WebEx or whatever else they're using, for, then all of a sudden that page can be quite slow to load. Okay. If you've got the app, instantly. Because it's really? cached and they're ready to go. Yeah. Oh, so okay. you pop it open and you get access to everything at a decent, decent level. So don't don't exclude it. Even though you think, oh, no, hey, no. I can just get that through the browser. Yeah, yeah. But actually there are some upsides of doing it. And um, uh, offline as well, it has some capability. So uh, not everything, oh. but oh. worth, worth oh. Uh, mentioning. Okay. Um, it's faster and quicker and everything else. So yes, that's another way that I get to. But when you're in OneDrive, you get on the left-hand side all the SharePoint libraries that you have access to. Yeah. So really OneDrive is not anymore about just my personal storage space. It's about getting to my content, wherever it may be. Yes. And if you search in OneDrive, I'm, I think I might be about to call myself a liar. Yeah. I kind of think where you're going with it and the answer is no. Not sure about that. If I click on search and go with more results, then I get nowhere, which is mm -hmm. fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I think you wanted to say that you can get SharePoint results when you're searching in OneDrive. No, that's mm, not happening. No, okay, yeah, my SharePoint, my SharePoint. Uh, I want to prove you wrong. I still want to prove you wrong. But um, actually, no, I want to prove you wrong. I would like to show you this. If you'd like to wander uh, over okay. here, yeah. and you see the URL here. That is a SharePoint site in my search results in OneDrive. There's the document. Archive, yeah. Email yeah. attachments. Actually, I'll tell you something else I do want to get annoyed at. I keep getting stuff in the search results. I haven't worked out why yet. I haven't looked into it. From the freaking storage library, you know, when you create the record or you delete stuff and it goes into your retention library? Yeah. And the name of that library has gone past my head as usual. But, uh, yeah, the permanent store stuff keeps coming up in search results. So you get the document, which is the new version, but if you look further down, you suddenly get the one that's kind of, you know. Old and yeah. Mm. Anyway, there you go. Oh, okay. So OneDrive... Um, for you need to kind of, I guess, check it out, but it gives you access to your content as okay. opposed to just my personal drive. Okay, okay. Um, which I is was wrong. Cool. Okay, no, it doesn't matter. I'm, I, you know, I'm. I, we learn. We both yes. learn. Yes. All right. So because I, I never use that slides. web page, so it's hmm. it's what it's there for. Yeah, that's what it's there for. And this is why I thought this subject would be really cool because I know you do training and I do training, mm -hmm. and you know, I uh, I really want to get people to get value out of this True. so i kind of just do the easy stuff and the web browser is always available it doesn't matter what version of office you've got it's true when you're in australia or new zealand on that trip and your Internet boss calls cafe. you you can actually search for those documents and if you know how to do it in the browser you know how to do it at any time in any place in any True. space yeah yeah so yeah so gotcha. that's uh, that's the OneDrive thing which is cool so we yeah. didn't know how long we'd be able to talk about this but 35 minutes in Okay. We're good, and we have not yet even touched Delve. True. Oh God, is this going to be one of those uh, two-part episodes? Nope. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's close it down later. <laughs> How to get to my content is definitely only one podcast. Yes. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um. Uh, so I, I go to Delve actually by clicking on my picture. I don't actually click on the Delve thing now because I think Microsoft are going to change that and get rid of it. Mm -hmm. They're not. It's kind of. Yeah, you know. Well, they they already took out the block functionality in Delve. Yes. I'm I'm not sure. Delve has been around for some time now, and there are probably Delve was mainly built just to show off what the graph could do. Uh, I think they made their point because it's now everywhere. Um, so I might think that they might that they might build something else, something more. LinkedIn-like, but then within the company that you would actually get a proper profile that you can properly fill in a profile. That is actually a thing that I really miss in Office 365 is a nice profile page with a nice, uh, yeah, a nice part that you can fill in about yourself. See, I think you're right. Your words are close, close and nearly accurate. So when you say this is something I really miss, what you mean is this is something my ego misses. 
is this place that I could... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. But to be honest, uh, like 10 years ago, there was this whole system... Uh, where you the cutest thing in the world is happening now. Look, there's my kitten trying to get in the door because it's raining. Aww. And uh, we missed but the opportunity. We, we had a few, a few years ago, we had that functionality where you can create badges, for example. No, she wants Come to on. stay in here with us. Nope, she's going to go out. Bugger right, off. Cool. So there was this whole system where you can have badges, for example. So when you are really avid uh, on Yammer answering questions, um, when you get the, the kudos, the, the praise functionality, for example, I would love to be, uh, to have a place where you can showcase all that praise into your personal profile. So you can actually be able to sort of say, look, you know, this is the guy to talk to because, hey, I'm into this and you can find me by looking for this badge and I'll give you a hand and help you. Kind of yeah. ambassador awards. Yes, thing. exactly. Did they and where, ever where do you the can praise also thing? add your own uh, badges. Like this is an uh, Office 365 uh, power user, ambassador, yeah, whatever. Yeah, finance power user. Yeah, yeah. or uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Did they ever do the praise thing? I know that they talked about it. It came in, it went again, it came oh, back. Oh, praise I'm not is, sure. uh, is in Teams. I'm using that quite a lot. Okay, so they moved it um, into Teams, yeah, because it yeah. was originally in Delve. Yeah. But let, let's hit Delve because I like Delve and I think it's going to be here to stay. In one form or another, but I do I oh, do agree with you. Definitely in one out. form or another, but I think it it might need a revamp. Yep, agreed. Yeah. So I like it. I get to it from my office profile. That's how I teach my users to get here. Yeah. Uh, because I te- I've totally to- turned off Delve from the navigation. Because yep. if you search Delve online, you get a lot of negative ba- vibes on it because of you know some of the early stuff. Yeah. But. But there's no other place where I can tag a document regardless of where it comes from. So there's no other place I can look at a document that came with an attached email other than Outlook. True, yeah, yeah. All right, so if I want to go, yeah, Maren sent me that that document, that piece of content. Uh, Did I save it somewhere? Where the freaking heck did I save it? This way I can click on you in the people column and I can decide whether I want to view content that you sent me as a link or content you sent me as an email attachment. And then and then I can just click on the board. Actually, I don't think I can, but I will just double check that. I think I tried this the other day. Yeah, so, I never never really played with that board Oh, the board's brilliant. But um, So this is my email attachments from a rather beautiful lady who happens to be my good lady wife. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so there's these documents. But I don't get the board functionality, which is actually a real shame. Um, so, uh, but if I go to a normal document that is not an email attachment, then I get the opportunity to, to click a board. But it'll only do it from the SharePoint stuff, not the attachments. Yep. So, oh, that's the add to favorites. But this is the board one here. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. I can create a new board. And then at any time on the left-hand side of the screen here, I have got from some of my days of Atlas Copco here, then I've got anything that I tagged uh, from Atlas Copco is then listed here and if I cool. go to my invoice oh, cool. yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's no other place in Office 365 that you can create your own personal set of links like this true true true. so what I would like to see is I would like to see that in OneDrive isn't that just called a folder yes but in that same folder I can't include content so like on a your dynamic, OneDrive a dynamic folder yeah so that's, but I can't find content. I've got this document sitting in that SharePoint site over here, this document here, and this document here. And so, but, but maybe you're saved for later if you can do that with yeah. those different contents. It was, it, I think, save for later as it's kind of the same functionality as a board. Okay. It's a board called Save for Later, and you tag documents to be in there so that you can look at them later. So, yeah. All right, cool. Kind I, of, kind I just of want to confirm here, Moraine, that you did not come in the sports car today. I did not, and I did not left my roof open, so I came in it, my normal, regular car. Uh, yes. Good, because it is absolutely tipping it down out there. Yep. <laughs> neat, oh boy. neat, neat. Oh, well. All right, so, so I think there's some interesting capability here that's still not clear, of course. The idea of being able to tag documents from different locations. I do it on boards. Yeah. You have this this whole yeah. concept. Um, but Delve is, is just a great way of mixing people, delivery mechanisms, and content. And using that kind of, 
you know, whether it was an email from John yeah. uh, and actually being able to find content. Yeah. And users, when I show them that, go, oh, man, that is so cool. You know, when you're receiving 120 emails a day, 40 of which have got documents, yes. and you want to be able to find them, and all you can remember is da-da-da, that's fine. The only thing that I really miss is a date. So it would be really cool if you could search in, the, in that delve thing with some idea of a date. Oh, yeah, so like get that. somewhere last week yeah, I got that, that email. Of, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that will be neat. Well, wow. I can't I know, help but look because Marina and I are on both ends of the room. We've got hail coming down. And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, a good one. I it think we might have to. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, uh, yeah. So after Corona, we now have hail flooding storms and, hail storms. and flooding. <laughs> yeah. It's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah, this is it. It's all happening. That's yeah. cool. So anyway, that was Delve. So what else have we got? Where else would we find content? So we talked about OneDrive. We talked about Delve. Well, we've got SharePoint, of course. Of course. We already kind of dibbled on that. So we um, have document libraries, effectively. We've Although got document content. libraries. Yes. So we have lists and libraries in our yes. SharePoint. We've got search in there. Yep. Uh, as we already said. Um, can I just say we've got lists and libraries in our site as a hint? I have no idea where you want to go to. We have lists in our SharePoint sites. Oh, you want to talk about Microsoft lists? <laughs> oh, God. Wow. I just thought, say so. I thought so. you'd have picked up on that. Just yeah, say yeah. so. Okay. No, I didn't. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. Yes. My apologies. Yes. Because lists are contents as well. Yeah. Yeah, sure. they are. They're, they're a content. And of course, Microsoft yeah. are about to kick out uh, in July, apparently-ish, a date. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm really looking forward to that because I'm actually, I just started on a new project this week and I can actually use that functionality very well just for this customer. Yeah, Yeah, I have to say, I, uh, I was just going through my quarterly planning for, uh, for this year and I have not got, I didn't even think about adding it in. Um, which is a real shame the more I think about it. So I might have to go and, and yeah. rethink that. Yeah. I, I, mainly because we're kind of kicking off the migration this quarter. So ah, my focus yeah. is to kind yeah. of get stuff content moved in. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think um, I might give it six months to bed down. Um, you know, maybe do a POC in Q4 and then yeah, really do a kickoff for 2021, yeah. see yeah. where it goes. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, so as so well. Because you, we know Microsoft, they never get things fully right on the first try. No, they don't. They do it in an it, agile way as well. Absolutely. So they will build on top of these things, and in six months' time, come Christmas, uh, I think we will see a much more mature version of that. I'm, I'm yeah. guessing that when we do see lists, if any of you have seen the videos, you should just check it out because the videos are quite neat. But some of the yeah. functionality in those lists are just not going to be available on first release. Probably. So, so yeah. it's going to be basic. But yes, so we've got lists. But you're right, we've got document yeah. libraries. Yeah. Uh, of course, and yes. that's uh, yes. pretty neat. And we still have we still have document sets. So do you still use those? Um, uh, I uh, had a client talk to me about an application two days ago. Uh, they have uh, in the UK. They've got a, a whole new money laundering laws come out in the last few days. So oh, a damn. lot of the financial <laughs> not a few <laughs> days, few years. A lot of the financial institutes have to literally revalidate all of their customers. So okay. this was a yeah. 10,000 customer organization. So they have to create all these documentations for these users yeah. and then approve them. And so it's a perfect workflow and power apps automate function. And I was thinking to myself, okay, I could stick all these documents in a folder, but I kind of got 10,000 of these things to do. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm thinking, okay, I guess we have binders. Well, yeah, whatever it's called nowadays. But yeah, I don't know whether I would use a new document set to be... Okay checked i'm assuming that i can run power apps on the document set and i'm assuming it looks reasonably nice if i uh, you know display the document set in a mobile app so some testing to do yep. but i do know it's around they revamped it about 18 months ago didn't they yeah but they didn't really add new functionality no. into it and they that just modernized is a major it. bummer yeah it just looks modern ish but yeah well it depends whether uh, I'm just talking about it. We diverted, diversifying as always. If I use a folder, I know I can do some predefined uh, metadata. True. So yeah, yeah, drop yeah. it in, yeah. and doesn't have so, to be. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, that's okay. It's been uh, I, I reset the batteries here the other day. It's still running. We're okay. Good. Cool. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, so they're, they're, I'm looking at those. So I don't know. I certainly will look at them because yeah. I think it'll be, yeah. if it's a good experience for yeah. the end user, yeah. then that's I just, what we'll do. I just used them for a company where we wanted to keep, uh, where they had a file share with um, um, a case for every employee yeah. uh, in their HR system. And they actually wanted to open up uh, a bunch of that functionality. So I just created a document set, document set for every person, special security running on that. And then, uh, yeah. Okay. No, I, I'll certainly, yeah, it's on my list to look at. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, that's pretty neat. And then I guess we, the final thing, of course, is Teams. Um, yeah. is, a, yes. is a way of getting into our content. Uh, we, yes. We're talking about groups, of course, but, you know, SharePoint sites yes. and groups, but and actually, the Teams. Actually, so well, when this comes out, it will be a few days old. But actually, earlier today, I got a question that I get a lot of times uh, on Teams. is saying that, okay, so now I've got a team. I've got 50 people on there. But there's this one channel where people have to just only be read-only with their files. Only have read-only access. How can we do that? Because in a team, it's just all or nothing. So... Yep. And I just wrote that down as a blog post that if you go into your SharePoint folder, blah, 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 change security, super easy, three-step process. Just wrote that down as a blog post earlier today. Just minor shout out Hot to myself. Hot yes. uh, What was the website? Uh, it's called balestra.be. Balestra.be. Yes. Yes, cool. All right. So, yes, and there's a few items on there. And you'll also, that's where you'll see most of our speaker notes from this yeah, event from yeah, these podcasts, show notes yeah, yeah, yeah show notes true. yes yeah. all right neat okay so i think uh, without digging into teams as such for content so the only line of final question on here and i know that you're a teams mvp but would you actually <laughs> i also just got uh, the uh, i just uh, did the exam high five just did the exam of the uh, what's that called teams associate or something which was really funny because now i'm a teamwork associate but i'm also a teams associate so so yeah. the, the question i'm about to ask you then you'll know the answer of uh, no pressure maybe <laughs> no seriously no. but i was just thinking would you actually say to users hey if you really want to find your content go to ms teams no because the team search just officially sucks yeah okay we yeah. will get better yeah but, yeah but generally if you're going to a container like a library no worries it's now the same there's some differences yeah. and mm -hmm. stuff um, and i'm and i'm fairly sure when the uh, uh the they get around to making a library work like the new list functionality and it's really modernized one day yeah. in the future that'll work but you're right it's not the place i would direct people for no for content no, no. but i i would put links in the tabs that would take you to uh, oh yeah yeah no and, absolutely and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pin, and you can still pin documents pin those documents because you, you can then talk about specific stuff true and you can also just make documents as a tab so yep. if you have a specific uh, document that you need to work on with five people i would make that as a tab in my team all right cool so there you go. I hope you've enjoyed our journey into uh, accessing content in Office 365. You wouldn't think it, but we've wow. been speaking about that for 50 minutes. Jeez. And I'm, I'm fairly sure we've probably missed 20 different ways of oh, getting yeah, into content. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah. I keep saying to people when I, whenever I train or whenever I talk to them, you know, when you're talking about Microsoft, there's many, 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 I could keep going, ways of getting to your content or doing something. And if it's an Apple device, there's one. And, that, yes. that, that, and that, if you're using Google, there's just one as well. Yes, yeah. and, and that might be fine, and it's easy, everybody knows how, but if you don't know how, then you can't, you know? And also, sure. you know, in lawyers, accountants, uh, architects, uh, technical people, HR people, they all think differently when it comes to approaching their content, True. you know? And yeah. so they need to find the way that works for them. Of Salespeople yeah. on the road, they get to content differently. Yeah. And that, that, I think, is the magic of Office 365. Exactly. I just love it to bits. Exactly. All right, now I want to go on to a really, really different whiskey. Please no do. No more content questions? Elaborate. No. Elaborate. No, elaborate on the so whiskey. So I went out uh, a few weeks ago and uh, I found a new uh, whiskey store in uh, Ghent. Uh, great uh -huh. title. Uh, called uh, Books and Booze. Yeah. And uh, it was the most unusual place I've been to. It was a bookshop. No, no, it was a record shop. Big LP. No, no, it was a whiskey store. It was actually all of them. All of them. And it wasn't, this is the whiskey section, and this is the book section. You just wandered around, pile of books, and there was a bottle of whiskey. 
and uh, and away you go. So it was a uh, pretty cool, and so I decided to look around, and we drank Writer's Tears many years ago. In, no, yeah, many, many years episodes, ago. Episodes no, it ago. probably is years ago. Oh. Um, but but either way around, um, and I really liked it. Like, yes, it's a, an, I know. an everyday yeah. whiskey. I yeah. love the the crispy apples and stuff. Yes. And they had a double oak version of it, which I tasted, which was also rather nice. But they also had a cask strength. Mm. Uh, so writer's tears cask strength. It's a, a two hundred and eighteen limited edition. So every year they do one limited edition it's 5,000 bottles and I just could not resist I couldn't taste it beforehand okay no. yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a whiskey with a real difference so um, so that's what I'm presenting tonight it's got a really cool case all right true and and yes. and I know I've told you this before but it's got a little nail in the bottom of the case so that the the bottle locks into a dint on the bottom so that the label yeah. is always facing the front yeah so um, you've got a cool. wooden frame uh, on there. It is a screw cask. A, a screw, uh, what do you call that? Screw top. on top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. But okay, I, I okay. think the other one is too. So. Yeah. So Writer's Tears. It gets its name from, you know, uh, there's obviously amazing uh, Irish authors. And it's the tears of frustration when you can't think what you want to say. So you. So not something that we ever have. <laughs> no, <laughs> because we seem good. to be able to talk about everything for at least fifty minutes. Listen, this so. podcast today was good. We were on one subject. We didn't diversify like we normally do. Not That's that cool. much. No, no, not that much. No. So there were actually a few things that I did want to mention, but ah, oh, well, next time. Really? That's ah, it's okay. I we we, we went to the whiskey uh, part anyway, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Now my mind is all on the whiskey, not on the. Uh, OneDrive new ability to save a document and to share it at the same time anymore. So, Ooh. don't worry. It'll be in a podcast. Uh, sorry, yeah. it'll be on a, on, a, on his uh, somewhere, blog somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. That's cool. Anyway, what do you think, my friend? I, I've, I know we drank a little touch of this earlier. Cause yes, this we is did. Pretty amazing. Had to try it out. Yes, and now that you said earlier that you got that uh, burnt orange and the apples, and I didn't get the apples yeah. before, I do get the apples right now. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean that, and in the in the normal in the normal whiskey, they're crisp and green apples. I yes. love it. Yes, uh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's also a touch on the ha- more harsher side, but of course, with the cast strength, it is. Yeah. and it's yeah. unfiltered as well. True, and also to be honest, it it is cask strength, but it was only what was that fifty six or fifty three, yeah. something like that. So I that doesn't strike me as too much. Um, well, it's only two or three. It's only three years in the barrel, so Irish. Probably, so it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, four years. At, probably four years. Yeah. I haven't checked, mm-hmm. to be honest. No, but it's uh, not a twelve-year-old, eighteen-year-old, nope, whatever. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. No, but you definitely get that bourbon cask mm. that they have been using for that. And mm. the real bonus is not a touch of sherry anywhere. <laughs> not like the last time where we were talking about the. Um, <laughs> uh, oh. The name, that one. Uh, yeah, the name just flies away. That small Edredor. Oh, the Eredor. Yes, small yes, uh, distillery. Yes. Yeah, but this is unmistakably Irish. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Even yeah. the title is Irish, isn't it? Writer's Tears. But that's a lovely drink. But if you really want to get the value out of this, Ooh, water. Ah. Yeah. Absolutely water. Because even if it is only 53-ish percent it does kick you very hard when you try to swallow it we try you didn't succeed no i know no no i did i did i did but i can definitely imagine people being um now just before you do that just take a, a comparison of the colors here so it's a beautiful color when it comes out of the um bottle but you yeah. add water and even the color, and I put a lot the of water color in this. changes. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. actually becomes that kind of golden amber yeah. rather than the dark. You didn't put any water in that. I did stop yeah. you just to let you know. Um, but this is a whiskey that can take a lot of water. Okay, I mean you normally put a drop in to bring out the flavors, but for me, then that that fruit comes even more, and it's a different kind of drink. It's so much smoother with a drop of water in. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a bit like orange orange squash. I used to have as a kid. You you know you know put a bottom bit in the bottom of the glass and fill it with water, and it lasts a long time. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. get a bottle yes. of writer's yes. tears cask, and it'll last yeah. a long time because you yeah. water. 
But uh, so it's actually a more economical option. It is, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. you could you could get a normal bottle of writer's tears for half the price this one costs. So I'm not sure it's that economical. We actually should get another bottle to compare the tastes. Oh, oh, I well. think I might have a little half an inch back left in the bottom oh, for well. Christmas. Yeah. So what do you think when you add the water? It's because I also put a lot of water in there. Um, it definitely, yeah, it mellows out, of course. Uh, yeah. It doesn't get that harsh kick in the back anymore. But it doesn't doesn't disappear, though, does it? You can still taste it as it goes down. It's not as yeah. harsh. It's still, yeah. it's still there. It's got a lot of body to it. It's not my favorite whiskey it's, in the world. It's not. No, not for me either. But because it is kind of a, I don't want to say flat, but it, it's not an explosion of taste. No. So that's why, as you said, it's a real drinker's whiskey. So when you say we've got the, um, we've got the, 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 the part that, um, uh, where you talk about the Irish writers. So I, I totally get that part. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, an Irish whiskey. It's, uh, it's not ten years old. No, um, it's so not meant to be special. It's, it's just meant to be drunk. Yeah, it's meant to be. This, this whiskey is very typical of. Do you like writer's tears? Yeah, I like writer's tears. Well, look, we're going to give you once a year, five thousand bottles of a, a special yeah. whiskey, and uh, yeah, we're going to charge you kind of double the price. Uh, but uh, you get chance to water it down to whatever you want. Yeah. You get chance to sort of taste more options. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, you know, I mean, I would buy another bottle of it. I'm fairly sure when this disappears, if I get chance. And I'm also tempted to uh, to see what the 2019 or the oh. 2020 needs to be done. So, oh look, I actually didn't mute the uh, end, and oh. we've come all the way. When that to came the on, end. I actually thought it was like uh, the wind outside. Swelling into proportions. <laughs> Sorry so about I that. Thought, oh no, not hey, that as well. Technical problem. <laughs> not that as well. That basically means that we've now gone over our hour. Okay. No. Yeah. So anyway, so writer's tears, fifty-three yeah. percent. Uh, I really do love this. It's from the Welsh Distillery um, mm-hmm. in uh, the northern part of uh, Ireland. Not in Northern Ireland, but uh, in uh, in Cork. It's definitely on my list to visit this place. So uh, yeah. I'm uh, fairly fairly heavily thinking about another tour of uh, Irish distilleries and if you fancy I might even take you with me uh, uh, I, but, might. Uh, I might you might join yeah. me as well yeah, that yeah. would be cool yeah. and uh, uh, now and that I think about at. it our, our summer plans kind of fell in the water with the whole corona thing so we're not going to the south of France anymore maybe going to Ireland might well that's interesting because well, anyway. I'm definitely going to Wales this year uh-huh. uh, for summer so yeah. you could Liverpool, and then we'll take the ferry across to Dublin. Maybe. So, yeah. and then I'll come back with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Desert the family, and uh, yes. Yeah, sounds like a plan. I like plans. I like plans. Anyway, so um, yes, the point of this podcast is to talk about technology and bring you a whiskey that uh, you Might not may have not have tasted. Yes. And I think this fits into that quite nicely. Mm-hmm. But I'm really looking forward to the uh, the tasters that are that arriving. That we're going to do next, week, uh, next uh, episode. Next podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, yes. Not sure which one. We'll see. But these guys are really special because of the barrel. And people know that I've talked about the, the process of maturation. Yeah. You know, that's what makes a whiskey. These guys have been matured in a really special kind of oak. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Yes. So, yes. so there we go. Yeah. All right. Writer's Tears was excellent. Uh, I hope you've got some really good hints uh, on uh, how you can uh, tell your users how to get to their content uh, and the different ways of being able to do that. The thing you need to remember is it has to become a habit for the user. Yeah, they need yeah. to understand that it doesn't matter where they're at. Their recent files are always their recent files, whether it's in the app, on the web page or anywhere else. And get them to understand this is part of the adoption and change hey sure it's not about going to your file explorer anymore and it's all about for me it's all about uh, um, giving the end users some peace of mind because 
it doesn't matter where you saved it, you will always find it back with using the search. That is very, very true. No, that's very true. So anyway, Steve Dolber here, Sci Steve on Twitter. Although I have to say, I've not been, I've been a naughty boy and not been doing too much on Twitter just recently. Uh, so uh, yeah, a bit distracted with, with other things. So it's a goodbye from me. And as usual, I'll hand over to Moran to wish everybody a happy evening and say goodbye. Well, happy evening and goodbye. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> this is from me, Maran Somers at Maran Somers on Twitter as well. Uh, feel free to follow up if you do want to know about that cool new way to save your OneDrive files and to share them at the same time. Uh, but anyway, uh, just all shits and giggles. Uh, just remember the uh, website again, was it? Because I forgot. Oh, the the blog is called balestra.be. There you but, go. But uh, yeah. Twitter might be the, the best way to find me anyway. All right, cool. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. If I give you a bottle, will that help you hit the road? That would be awesome. If only we could put whiskey in the cloud and build an app to download it straight into the glass. And you said I was the millennial. All right. Out, out. Thank you, miss. See you next time. Oh, Steve, you know what? You know what we forgot to talk about? Next time, Moran, on the next Office 365 Distance.